0: It is time for our weekly segment which is focused on the Institute of Agriculture and Natural Resources at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Our guest today is Vice President and Vice Chancellor Mike Bain. Mike, I understand the University of Nebraska-Lincoln received some exciting news last week as the university has received the uh, engaged campus designation from the Carnegie Foundation. What does that mean exactly?
1: Yeah, right, thanks. It was a it's a big deal actually within the the realm of higher education, maybe not something we normally talk about in I A N R. Although we, we definitely uh, walk the talk through Nebraska Extension. Um, earlier this week, the Carnegie Foundation designated UNL, as you said, as an engaged uh, Carnegie engaged campus, and this honor recognizes the mutually beneficial partnerships between UNL and the communities across Nebraska and even beyond. It's a designation, Bryce, that fewer than 400 of the nation's 4,000 colleges and universities uh, hold, so this is a big deal, and Chancellor Bennett had a chance to make this announcement. He um, broke the news on Wednesday during the annual meeting of the Agricultural um, Builders of Nebraska, or ABN meeting that we had, their annual meeting on Innovation Campus, so that was pretty cool. and. I can't think of another group, candidly, that's made up of ag leaders from every corner of the state and every aspect of the ag industry. And if you want to talk about engagement, this is a really engaged group. They're passionate about the university. A lot of them are CASNR alumni. They, they've worked for our extension uh, uh, system. Um, they work with our researchers. They've um, created ideas like the TAPS program. They work with us to move the TAPS program forward. Um, our on-farm research program that we talked a lot about on the on the spot here wouldn't be what it is without our partnership. And yeah, so it's pretty 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 neat group um, that just I think embodies um, you know. An example of how the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, in this case, the Institute of Ag and Natural Resources, is wired to engage with the people of Nebraska in this mutually beneficial um, two-way street where we learn from each other. So pretty cool.
0: Mike, it was good to hear from uh, Chancellor Bennett. I understand he had to go through uh, quite the travel arrangements to get uh, to that meeting there on Wednesday. Uh, again, this designation is for is fewer than four hundred of the nation's four thousand colleges and universities that uh, receive this. So, what exactly does it mean?
1: Yeah, I think what it what it is it's a stamp it's a stamp of approval, if you will. It'll be a bit of a badge that really designates that the University of Nebraska Lincoln. Is serious about um, engaging with the people that it serves, and you know, in order to be considered for the designation, uh, universities need to provide uh, an extensive review and just boatloads of documentation. I think our I think our application price was nearly a hundred pages long, small font size, pen print, um, all kinds of of examples, tangible examples of partnerships um, with 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 folks across the state. In Nebraska, we're really, I mean, absolutely the cornerstone of the engagement platform. I often say that engagement at universities is a team sport. And I mean that quite literally. When you think about the different ways that UNL engages with the people of Nebraska, of course, Husker Athletics comes to mind. I think about the LEAD Center for the Performing Arts. I think about the Sheldon Museum. I think about Raising Nebraska. I certainly think about, um, in IENR's realm, extension, 4-H, our county-based presence, our field days, our locations across the state, um, the research, education, and extension centers out there in Scotts Bluffs and North Platte. Haskell, Ag Lab, Scal. I mean, you just, I can think about what we do all the time. And extension, of course, is a good centerpiece. But I also, again, back to where I started, it's a team sport. I think about, you know, what happens on the city campus. I uh, think about the College of Architecture or the College of Journalism or the College of Engineering, um, Arts and Sciences, the Business School. Every single one of those colleges has, not extension, but they have, uh, means by which they engage the people of Nebraska. And this, this designation and the work that we needed to do to, to, to be considered really was a complete audit of everything that's going on at UNL that connects with the people of the state. Um, and then we had to write it up and we had to engage a lot of partners and friends to support and advocate and say, yep, this is real. And at the end of the day, the Carnegie Foundation uh, deemed that we were, in fact, highly engaged and uh, serious about uh, being a land-grant university, candidly.
0: You were talking about uh, looking holistically across the university. Any particular any particular examples, Mike, you want to share with us about ways you've been able to engage?
1: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll give three. I mean, we talked, uh, and they won't be IA examples. So as a vice chancellor at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, um, we don't talk about it a lot on this show, but I have responsibilities to support um, UNL and, and Chancellor Green and now Chancellor Bennett. And one of the areas that I have responsibility for, Bryce, actually was to oversee um, the UNL strategic plan uh, goals around increasing our engagement with the people of Nebraska. And so quietly, you know, I do that work, but um, it certainly is built on what we do in extension, but three examples I might give um, that are pretty cool. And again, all of these are outside of IENR to give people a, a chance to get a sense of that. We had Husker students um, help out in a week-long uh, program called Stay Wild Arts. This was in Alliance. This is a program that helps school-aged youth explore arts activities and learn more about endangered animal species. kind of a neat, combination. We had um, another group of students in the community and regional planning studio course. Uh, That's a mouthful. That's in the College of Architecture. They worked with city leaders to provide economic development recommendations for several cities, Beatrice, David City, and, and Syracuse. The students conducted extensive field work documenting and analyzing cities physical conditions, deferred maintenance, interviewing residents, compiling economic data, um, really a neat use of uh, students and learners in the community and regional planning program. And then, you know, a little close to home today, especially with all of this cold weather and snow recently, Lincoln Public Schools and IENR's College of Agricultural Sciences and Natural Resources during the height of the pandemic, kicked off an early uh, STEM program, so science, technology, engineering, and math program, uh, at Lincoln Northeast High School. And in fact, Lincoln Northeast High School designated um, themselves with the help of and the blessing of the Lincoln Public Schools District. They became a magnet school for everything related to food, energy, water, and how food, energy, and water collides with uh, society. And now today, their entire high school curriculum from ninth grade to 12th grade, when you go into a social studies class, they use examples related to food, energy, and water and how it impacts people. If you go into a science class, same deal. If you go into the library, there's a focus in the library around things that, you know, matter when it comes to um, the interface of, of is it, is it f- crops? Are they for food, fuel, feed, or fiber? You know, how do you produce those crops? What impact does that have on natural resources? What are the societal implications? I mean, it's a really, really neat program. And these are just three examples. I guess I did sneak one in from CASNR, um, but two other examples from different colleges that um, just demonstrate the kind of cool work that goes on that sometimes we don't hear about um, because we're not, you know, really focusing in on those other colleges at UNL. But bottom line, um, lots of examples that, uh, that I think folks will hear more about now that we've got this designation
0: have to admit submitting this application, Mike, was a good reminder of all of those different partnerships as you bring up a few of them here that uh, we have across the state of Nebraska. But what comes next in particular for faculty, staff, and students?
1: Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, I should give a shout out to Kathleen Lodel, again, a name that many listeners uh, will know as our director, our state director of 4-H and youth development. Um, Kathleen was tapped by uh, then-Chancellor Ronnie Green back in 2020 um, to uh, actually um, work with me to lead this effort. So she quietly got engaged and I guess kind of um, pulled together representatives from across UNL that were interested in being being involved with this work. And that group was the group that actually did the heavy lifting. So a shout out to that small group of seven to get the application in. We got now we've got the designation and you're asking what's next. So during, you know, like most vacations, right, the journey is uh, half as much the fun as getting to the destination. And then that's no difference in this case. Um, one of the things that we've created is uh, it's called the UNL Engagement Collaborate, uh, Collaborative. And we have representatives from every single college, pretty much every major office, including athletics and this is a group of about 25 people who come together on a regular basis, thinking about how we can do a better job of engaging. And uh, they've got big plans, big ideas, and um, yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a spoiler, but you know, one of the ideas that I have, we do the Rhodes Scholar tour every year, and. And, and take new faculty and staff out across Nebraska so they can get a sense of the people and the place. But gosh, could you imagine? Could you imagine twelve buses all over there by uh, Morrill Hall, by by Archie the elephant, uh, the mammoth, and uh, a week before classes start? Could you imagine um, students, all first year students, getting on buses with faculty and staff and, and making trips to different parts of Nebraska? And spending three days on the road, understanding the place and the people and the possibilities, how, how that would change that four-year journey for those students, how that would change a, a lifetime career of faculty and staff, having that deep connection to the place and the people. You know, those are the kinds of pipe dreams that I have. And I'm really excited to be at, at, at UNL, at a place that really takes being the people's university seriously and uh yeah very exciting and you know i had a small part in this but really congratulations to uh everybody who did the heavy lifting and now the fun starts let's go
0: little tease from what might be ahead mike we appreciate it as a reminder for our listeners you can keep up with all the exciting things happening at the university of nebraska and within ianr by visiting ianr.unl.edu You're on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Bryce Duskett reporting.